0: Welcome to the Complete Student Podcast, the podcast designed to help you prepare for and manage college costs. Our guest for this episode is Samuel Bronco. Samuel works as an admissions counselor at the University of Utah, but before he started working at the U of U, he attended there as a student where he received his bachelor's degree in linguistics. Samuel discusses a variety of topics in this episode, including transitioning from community college to university, how American Indian students can find support to succeed in college, and how students can take advantage of internships or apprenticeships to help pay for school and prepare for careers. Let's get started. Welcome, Sam. Thanks for being here with us today. Hi, Katie. Uh, hi. So will you give our audience a little bit of an idea of you know, what your college journey has been like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am a member of the Western Shoshone tribe, specifically the Tamoke tribe of Western Shoshone. Um, I grew up in and was raised in Elko, Nevada, graduated from Elko High School in 2009. Um, after high school, um, I didn't really have any set college path necessarily. Um, I think growing up, um neither of my parents went to college they the highest education that they had was high school so um we there wasn't really a a push necessarily to jump straight into college or anything Uh, it was kind of a um, figure it out on your own type of a a path so um, right after high school um, i went to uh, great basin college locally in elko uh, for a few years, um, I had a few uh, instances. Uh, as happens in life, uh, my dad passed away shortly after um, I graduated high school, so it was a, a bit turbulent. Um, straight out of high school, um, my dream was always to come here to the University of Utah, um, but um, yeah, it took a while to get up here. Um, I was is probably about maybe four or five years before, no, it was actually about about four years um, before I actually came to the University of Utah. Uh, but once I did eventually get here, I uh, got my Bachelor's of Arts in Linguistics, uh, minored in uh, Ethnic Studies, and I uh, had this crazy whirlwind of events that <laughs> sort of followed me all the way until um, I graduated. And then um, lo and behold, I'm back here at the University of Utah working as an admissions counselor. So it was, it's was it been quite a journey. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if we were going to uh, sort of, I guess the University of Utah is kind of um, maybe unorthodox, especially for um Elko High School graduates. Uh, I think the the biggest push is to either, as uh, either stay in Elko and go to the uh, community college or go to um, UNR, the University of Nevada Reno, or even uh, UNLV, University of Nevada Las Vegas. Um, that wasn't my my thing. <laughs> I felt like uh, it was. I, I really wanted to just branch out and. Um, I actually had this really unique opportunity straight out of high school uh, to do a summer youth program here at the University of Utah um, that specifically uh, went, uh, sorry, specifically focused on uh, learning the Shoshone language. Um, There, it was a pilot program at the time back in 2009, and then uh, from there, I really kind of introduced me to the world of linguistics um the notion of uh, language revitalization and then from there it was kind of like okay well how do I get back to that point um so I went home and figured it out but yeah <laughs> I ended up here
0: such a interesting journey I mean and I don't okay so I don't have data on this but you know for mm-hmm. listeners a little fun fact Sam and I went to high school together actually yeah <laughs> and, uh, again I don't have data on this but I feel like you're right I feel like a lot of us and I'll go had that experience of our parents never went to college right it's a rural Mm -hmm. small town um just in our economy you know college degrees weren't quite as as common so i think a lot of us have that experience but i think yours is so unique in the fact that like in transitioning out of high school and into college which is a huge and turbulent transition to begin with, especially if you're a first generation student, you're also dealing with all these other personal things in your life that are huge, you know, life altering events. And so just your resilience and persistence is amazing. And I'm so happy you should. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Yeah I, I think a lot of us look up to uh, even like um, for me in as of the class of 2009 I had a lot of peers who actually had um, older siblings who were either class of 2006 or seven um, who were really the trailblazers for a lot of us. Uh, so rather than looking up to parents I think a lot of the times it was looking up to siblings or even cousins that um, we can just kind of look as look to as an example and even like especially for like American Indian students um I feel like the representation for uh for college going students is really few and far in between.
0: So this is kind of a good segue actually into into discussing so you mentioned you know the the internship or the program that you joined at the University of Utah right out of high school afforded you some opportunities and Um, kind of opened your eyes to what what you could do, what you could be, right? Going into linguistics or going to the University of Utah. Um, So tell us a little bit about any of those paid internship or work opportunities that you were able to take advantage of during college. Um, And besides the financial assistance that that afforded you, you know, to pay for school or for other things, what are the other ways that you benefited from from those opportunities?
1: It was the Shoshone Youth Language Apprenticeship Program. Um, I don't believe it's still um, running uh, currently but um, yeah it came almost out of nowhere. Um, Our tribes uh, in Nevada they have this huge dialogue um, conference that uh, they attend quarterly and at one of them they were they were wanting more youth involvement in in regards to uh, the revitalization project or revitalization effort um, and the University of Utah just happened to have a Center for American Indian Languages about I think 10 of us uh, applied and got in that first summer in funding with funding and in, in particular um, going to Uh, Great Basin College was um, sort of the easiest step um, when I hadn't really had a plan so um, it was kind of just like okay well this is a great place to start just because the U is a great goal but right now this is my current situation I need to get something going so GBC was where it it was probably the easiest of access Um, and it was super affordable But um, so, yeah, so going to Great Basin was super affordable. Once I shifted to the University of Utah, uh, that's when um, I came and I ran into a little bit of trouble uh, with finances, uh, particularly because when my dad passed away, it was a, a long trek trying to get back my grades back up and uh, trying to get to a place of stability Um, and also a a point point where my grades would qualify for scholarships and uh, really any kind of financial aid. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, When I when I first came to the U, uh, the first semester, I only ended up taking one class um, and that was Basically me trying to test waters as well as that was the only thing I could afford (laughs) because they uh, required, I still had one semester where I needed to pay um, before I reestablished my financial aid. So that's, that was uh, a wild time. paying fully out of pocket for that first semester. But after that, uh, financial aid kicked back back in. um, And it was really uh, sort of daunting because at that point, I'd used up majority of my Pell Grant. So I only had um, about one semester left of Pell Grant money. Um, And then um, any kind of scholarships that I had, uh, they were kind of taking the bulk of the tuition, but there was still some left. So I had to resort to student loans at that point. Um, and at that point, uh, I was I qualified for subsidized and ups- unsubsidized.
0: So I'm pulling out a couple of um, pieces of advice that students can probably follow or some some strategies and takeaways that they can yeah. that they can glean from that conversation. One, and I think this is so smart, I think many students not only from from Elko, where we're from but here in Utah as well, um, can take advantage of this, but start off at a community college and then move on to a university to kind of cut down on some of your costs especially if you're thinking about going out of state eventually, right? Because it can be really expensive to afford that out-of-state tuition. So that's definitely one strategy. Another one I'm hearing there is, you know, obviously life circumstances can happen. That might be out of your control, might take you away from school. But if you can, it sounds like try to graduate on time and keep those grades up to keep your financial aid eligibility and to make sure that that eligibility can last you for your whole degree. Um, And then the last piece that I am hearing there, and I think that advice is so valuable, is if you do get to a point where you need to borrow any sort of student loan, reading through your terms, talking to your financial aid office about what the student loan entails, what's your interest rate, what is the repayment like, um, is going to be like educating yourself is the most powerful thing you can do. And I absolutely agree with that. So that that leads me directly to my next question. If you have to (laughs) do it all over again, if you had to look back when you were you know, maybe junior, senior in high school, what do you wish you would have known before you attended college, about paying for college?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think a huge aspect of college is really kind of figuring out just basically what you want to study. Um, I had a few things in mind, but they were sort of, um, they weren't necessarily Lucrative, <laughs> so um, I would I would t- tell myself to uh, look into these programs more. Um, I don't think I really ever went to any college visits. Um, I had the opportunity to, but I, I think I was just so consumed in like band and everything that um, I never took those opportunities to miss school <laughs> to go to <laughs> go to campuses and everything. Um, and I mean, aside from the University of Utah after college. Um, yeah, I, I would say um to get out there and really visit visit campus and uh just get to know their programs and what what that even means to um to attend these these colleges. Um I think a lot of the times for for when I was uh going over what what colleges that I wanted to go to or um what I even wanted to study, I kind of put myself in like a little box of um, the things that I was able to do, um, not realizing that there were other types of studies like obviously like ethnic studies was a huge um, area of interest once I got to the U um, and I didn't even know existed. I didn't even know linguistics existed until I went to that program. <laughs> so um, I would definitely say explore explore quite a bit more um, mm-hmm. prior to prior to graduation.
0: So my last question for you, Sam um is if you were to be taught like if you were to advise a student on how to find those internship opportunities or those fellowships or you know the things that you were able to get involved in how would you advise that students even start to find those opportunities if they're interested in doing that during their college experience
1: yeah so for me i was fortunate enough to get involved in my um internship opportunity um through that program that I um, that I was a part of um, after straight out of high school, um, it kind of bled into um, me up attending as a participant, and then coming back as a residential advisor, and then just kind of working my way up the ladder from there. Um, and then I was once I did attend the University of Utah. I was able to work as an undergraduate assistant there. So um, I guess in that sense, uh, just getting involved with uh, any kind of programs that you can, if you're interested, even if you're slightly interested, I would say reach out and see if you can get involved in the program because um, it really does come down to that sense of networking and finding uh, people of support. um, And then just seeing if they have any resources for you. Um, the other thing would be just getting involved in like clubs, um, getting involved in um, social events on campus, um, literally anything to, um, to, again, build that network because uh, your peers are involved in everything um, and they can potentially hook you up in getting involved in what they're involved in um, as well as even Like, hey, maybe last summer I did an internship at the Hinkley Institute of Politics. Go hit them up. They have great resources for you. So it's just, again, about building that network and um, getting the word around.
0: Yeah. So asking about offices on campus, but then also making just human connections with other students who might have some advice for you.
1: And I would say for American Indian students to uh, just go for it. There's resources out there. Uh, A lot of the times, um, finances is is a huge aspect that um, kind of deters people, but um, just know that there's financial support out there. There's those of us who went to college, um, we're out there and we're willing to uh, provide any kind of support or any kind of advice that you might need. I would like to even just be uh, sort of a role model for students who need somebody to look up to. Um, or if you get to a point and you just really don't know where to go, uh, I can help. Um, I have people who um, have been through the similar, similar experiences as me. So uh, we're really an up and coming generation sort of blazing the trail for a lot of our people. So um, don't ever feel like you're alone and um, always uh, just reach out to us if you need help.
0: I love it. It's a perfect way to end the episode.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, Katie. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, it means so much. <laughs> oh,
0: no problem. Sure are joining and I'll talk to you soon, okay?
1: Okay, sounds good. Take care. See you later.
0: I'm so grateful to Sam for sharing his time and insights on this episode. As he mentioned, he is more than willing to serve as a mentor for any students who might need guidance on their educational journey. If you're interested in connecting with Sam, find him on LinkedIn under Samuel Bronco, that's B-R-O-N-C-H-O, or samuel.bronco at utah.edu. You've been listening to the Complete Student Podcast. To learn more about paying for college, visit our websites, completefinancialaid.org and completescholarships.org. Thanks for listening!